This is Sarah Marie Hopf of Thriving in a Noisy World. I'll be your guide for this RAIN practice to work with difficult emotions and cultivate self-compassion. RAIN is an acronym and I'll briefly walk you through what it stands for. I'll be sharing a version of RAIN as taught by my meditation teacher, Tara Brach. So the R of RAIN stands for recognize, seeing clearly what's going on and how we are stuck inside an experience. The A of RAIN stands for allow, creating space to be with the experience just as it is. The I of RAIN stands for investigate, moving from the story to paying attention to the actual lived experience with kindness. And the N of RAIN stands for nurture, offering inwardly the love, acceptance, forgiveness, and compassion that the vulnerable part of us most needs. So finding a sitting position that allows you to be alert and also relaxed and closing your eyes or keeping them open with a downward gaze. Resting your hands in an easy, effortless way. And allowing your awareness to scan through your body and wherever possible, softening and releasing any obvious areas of physical tension that are ready to be released. You can take a few deep breaths if you'd like. So we'll start with the R of rain, recognizing. So beginning by bringing to mind a difficulty that you've encountered some situation or circumstance that brings up emotional reactivity, whether it be fear or anger or hurt, just some experience you'd like to work with through this practice of mindfulness and compassion. It could be a situation in a relationship, some conflict, maybe a place of misunderstanding and reactivity. It could be something that goes on in your own behavior, some addictive kind of tendency. It could be something that comes up around your work that brings up maybe a feeling of failure, anxiety. Just a difficulty that brings up some self-aversion. And making sure it's something that's workable for you, nothing that feels too traumatic. And taking some moments to sense that difficulty in a recent situation where you might have been triggered. And 
letting yourself enter enough into that situation so you can sense what's going on and what's really triggering you, what's really bothering you. The beginning of rain is to recognize what's happening, to recognize I'm stuck. Just recognizing whatever emotions or feelings you're most aware of. Now we'll move to allowing, bringing your attention to whatever feels most difficult and what you have recognized with the intention of fully letting it be, just making space for things just as they are, instead of trying to fix it or get away from anything. Simply acknowledging, giving some space for what's here. Just noticing what that's like. Just agreeing to the experience. Just for a few moments. Maybe saying to yourself phrases such as, this too, or yes, or I can hold this, or I can be with this. And now we'll move to investigating. So rather than focusing on the story and the beliefs, just keep returning the attention to your body, to the felt sense and sensations of wherever you feel most vulnerable, bringing an interested and kind attention to your experience. Some of the following questions may be helpful in your investigation. What is the worst part of this? What most wants my attention? What is the most difficult or painful thing I am believing?
What emotions does this bring up? Maybe it's fear, anger, or grief. Where do I feel these emotions inside? What is the felt sense of these emotions as sensations? Maybe it feels clenched, tight, hot, raw, aching, empty, or squeezed. What do I notice when I assume the facial expression and body posture that best reflect these feelings and emotions? These final questions are a transition to nurturing, staying connected with the vulnerable experience inside and also sensing that you are asking and listening with a kind presence. If the most vulnerable, hurting part of me could communicate, what would it express, either in words or feelings or images? How does this vulnerable part of me want me to be with it? What does this part of me most need? Either from me or from some larger source of love and wisdom. Taking some moments to breathe consciously and adjusting your posture in a way that helps you fully contact your most awake experience of heart and mind. You could think of it as your highest self or maybe your future self. 
recalling on this wise and compassionate self, recalling on another being, such as a friend, a family member, a mentor, a teacher, maybe a spiritual figure, or even a pet, whose wisdom and love you trust. And offering inwardly the love, the acceptance, the forgiveness, compassion or protection that the vulnerable part of you most needs. Maybe extending your care through words or touch, such as placing a hand on your heart or on your cheek. Maybe even giving yourself a hug and your imagery, such as sensing your inner child embraced or maybe surrounded by light. What happens if you just make some gesture of kindness, of understanding and of compassion inwardly? As you complete nurturing, you know, sensing if there might be a message from your most awake, um, wise and compassionate self or your future self that will be helpful to remember. And now, just noticing the presence that's here. The difference between being totally stuck inside an experience and that openness and presence and care that really expresses the truth of who you are. Relaxing and letting it fill you. Getting familiar with it. If you're feeling some new or residual difficulty, offering this your acknowledgement and care. From Rumi, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. <laughs>